Today, this week on the Todd Wright Toddcast, as we approach Christmas, we have another reason to bring up head coaching hires, fires, parting of the ways with a huge name that may be on the market in a few weeks. And I want to explore various angles on why, where he could be headed, and just talk about his background and his success story. The Todd Wright Toddcast is presented by Pin Chasers, where I was Sunday afternoon since I had no fantasy players going in the 1 p.m. Eastern time window, and the Cowboys were not playing until uh, the late afternoon window. I went with my friend Berenice, former Buccaneer cheerleader, and her really cool son. We had been trying to get together and go bowling for a while at Pin Chasers. I've been to Pin Chasers a number of times. I've never seen it more packed. Here's the thing that impressed me. The staff was ready. You know how sometimes you go to a business and clearly they're understaffed or they can't handle a big crowd, right? We've all seen it, and it's a bad look. Pain Chasers handled this so well. They had every lane in use, every single lane. I had a reservation. I just waited in line at the front desk. They had my reservation. They got us on a lane immediately, got us our shoes, got Berenice's son, his uh, reduced um, pound ball. Thank goodness he didn't drop it on his foot. He dropped it once. It missed his foot. Uh, fun time. Berenice beat me both games. I barely beat her six-year-old son. I stink at bowling, but it is fun to just go to pin chasers, take friends, be around friends, and they were ready for a capacity crowd. As Marv Albert would say, a capacity crowd. Three locations in the greater Tampa Bay area. Visit pinchasers.net for more information, as well as party or lane reservations. Brandon Legal Group, your full-service law firm servicing the greater Tampa Bay area. Men, if you have been paying permanent alimony, uh, you need to reach out to Brandon Legal Group to reduce your financial obligation going forward because permanent alimony is no longer law in the state of Florida. As of July 1st, 2023, Governor Ron DeSantis signed it out of law in the state of Florida. Your financial obligation can be reduced or eliminated altogether, and Brandon Legal Group can help. 813-902-3576, or to receive a free consultation, visit brandonlegalgroup.com. My email is right.todd at yahoo.com, right.todd at yahoo.com. Hope you have a Merry Christmas, and thank you for just wishing me a Merry Christmas and not a Merry Christmas to me and, you know, as we talked about in a previous podcast, and I talked about very emotionally, Uh, at the Toy Drive on Drew Garabo Live. And at least since then, nobody's done it to me. So thank you. And if you don't do it to somebody else you don't know intimately, then perhaps we've done a little good. Again, email is right.todd at yahoo.com, right.todd at yahoo.com. Mike Tomlin is the topic of conversation today. He's lost his last few. Suddenly he's at 500. He's got quarterback issues. He changed OCs. He's got a diva wide receiver issue. He's still 500. Now, he could lose two of the next three. He could lose 
the next three. He's not going to lose all three. He's not. Could he lose two of the next three? He could. It would be appropriate if he tied one and won one and finished 8-8-1. Eight, eight, and one. More and more, it feels like the Steelers and Mike Tomlin could be parting ways. There's one year left on his contract, which is never good for a head coach because of the whole lame duck situation. Longest tenured, um, well, no, Belichick, right? Yeah, Belichick. It's Tomlin's second longest tenure to Belichick in the National Football League. All previous 16 years to this year, he's been a head coach with the Steelers. Never had a losing record. 8-8 eight and eight sometimes. Never had a losing record. There's been chatter that the Steelers may consider moving on from Tomlin after this year. That chatter is there again. Now there's chatter that Tomlin might be okay moving on to. And you know what? After that long, I mean, we're already down this road with Belichick. And there's other connections here that I'll get to. Tomlin's only 51 years old. He was the youngest head coach to ever win a Super Bowl. Super Bowl 45 against the Cardinals in Tampa 13 years ago. So there's a lot of reasons to believe the Steelers may want to move on and Mike Tomlin may want to move on as well. And this might be the time to do it. The Steelers may be able to get compensation for Tomlin. We've talked about this before. Uh, the Raiders got it with John Gruden. Then the Broncos got it uh, or gave it up for uh, to the Saints for Sean Payton. We've talked about it with Belichick. I, I floated the idea with Dable going back to the Bills. Since Tomlin is under contract, unless they outright fire him, if it is made known that Tomlin is available and Tomlin would agree to a deal, the Steelers could get something back in exchange for a guy who's never had a losing season and needs one more win, or I'm sorry, two more wins or a win and a tie to go 17 years of head coaching in the NFL without having a losing season. So let's talk about the pros and cons here, whether this happens or not. I think something could happen. I do. I think something could happen. Let, let's just get the cons out of the way. How much of Tomlin's success is connected to Big Ben and his lack of success since Big Ben retired? Tomlin probably took the job. One of the factors was the Steelers had a young franchise quarterback. They had drafted in the first round in Ben Roethlisberger. At the time, Tomlin interviewed for the Steelers job. He only interviewed for one other job, by the way, the Dolphins, after Saban lied and then left. Tomlin took the Steelers job over the Dolphins. I'm not sure if the Dolphins ever offered him the job. By the way, the Dolphins even though they did interview Tomlin for the job, hired Cam Cameron for that job. Cam Cameron won one game as head coach of the Dolphins. So Cam Cameron has one more win as an NFL head coach than Tomlin has losing seasons as an NFL head coach since then. How about that? Um, but how much of it was Big Ben? Can Tomlin win without Ben Roethlisberger? Same question being asked about Bill Belichick. 
Tomlin's actually a little over 500 without Ben. Not much. Belichick double digits under 500 as a head coach without Tom Brady. It's a fair question. You raise it in saying, well, okay, how attractive is Tomlin as a candidate? Because without Ben Roethlisberger, what did he really do? I get it. And Ben's not walking through that door. Tomlin was an offensive player at William & Mary. Started out as a coach on the offensive side of the ball as a grad assistant position coach. And then at uh, a lower level college job, he suddenly on the same, at the same school went from D uh, went from wide receiver coach to DB coach. And he's been on the defensive side of the ball and had the defensive background ever since not saying he doesn't know offense because again, he was a player on offense, but all of his coaching experience in the 21st century has the defensive background. You know, he hasn't been calling offensive plays. That was a big talking point this year with Matt Canada and then the firing of Matt Canada. Coaches, head coaches with defensive coaching backgrounds are not winning Super Bowls in the NFL anymore. I mean, the last few to do it have been Belichick, Tomlin, Carroll. Hadn't been happening in recent years where you have Andy Reid, Bruce Arians, Sean McVay, Doug Peterson, all head coaches who either call plays but are in on the offensive play, offensive play calling, they're in on it, the game planning, they work with the quarterback, they talk to the quarterback. That's what's winning Super Bowls these days. That's what's getting to Super Bowls. That's what's getting to conference title games. Tomlin goes against that. Also, it's been 13 years since Tomlin last went to a Super Bowl. Whether he goes 3-0, and 2-1, and 1-1-1, 1-2, 0-3 the last three. I think we'd all agree Steelers aren't going to the Super Bowl this year. So that'll be 13 years since Tomlin went to a Super Bowl. Can he still get there? Does he know how to get there? We know he knows how to win, even if he loses the last three of the regular season this year, even if he loses two. We know he knows how to win regular season games. One one losing record this year wouldn't change that. But it's been 13 years since he got to a Super Bowl. Playoff record, I believe, is 5-8. and eight since losing Super Bowl 45. So is it too far gone? Those are the cons on Mike Tomlin. There are so many pros. First of all, 16 straight non-losing seasons with three games to go this year. That just speaks for itself. Do we really need to say anymore? We already acknowledged the Ben factor. That's on the con side. But Tomlin, the head coach, 16 years, Being an NFL head coach, never a non-winning season, or never never a losing season. Have been 500 or better every single time with three games to go this year. That's a hell of a thing to have on your resume when you're 51 years old for a team that's looking for a head coach. Um, Yeah, it's 13 years ago since he last went to a Super Bowl, but he has two Super Bowl rings. One is a position coach with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. One is a head coach with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You have Super Bowl experience here. 
in addition to knowing how to win regular season games, knowing how to get your team in a position to be in the playoffs, you have a guy with Super Bowl experience. The rest is just kind of obvious. You know what you're getting with Tomlin. There doesn't appear to be any baggage here. He wears his emotions on his sleeve. He's handled wild personalities in Pittsburgh. So the the way Mike Tomlin handles being a head coach, the person, the personality, would put him over the top in interviews as long as the person interviewing him likes an honest answer. Because Tomlin's going to give it to you. So where could he go? If there's any combination of Pittsburgh wants to move on from Tomlin or Tomlin wants to move on from Pittsburgh or Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin agree to a mutual parting of the ways and a trade, or even if there isn't a trade, where could he go? As long as Mike Tomlin wants to coach next year, I think he would coach next year. Now, if the Steelers fired him, he could sit out a year, collect his money, do television if he wants, or just get caught up on his own life. I, I, don't, I don't know what he would want to do. But he'd have one more year of salary from coaching the Steelers if he wanted to just wait it out, see who out there is going to draft quarterbacks, sign quarterbacks, and then pick a spot next year. Or maybe he wouldn't be thrilled about being traded, even though he'd have to agree to the trade Otherwise, the team other than the Steelers wouldn't make the deal. So I don't know about that. I think Tomlin wants to coach. Now, maybe maybe after 17 years of being a head coach, he does want a year off. He'd like to be paid not to coach. But let's just assume, knowing full well what happens when you assume, that he would want to coach if he wants out or the Steelers want him out or both. I have five. Atlanta, Atlanta, this screams Mike Tomlin for the Falcons, who are missing such an opportunity right now to be a fact, to win a division and be a factor again. There's so much that looks right about the Falcons doing whatever is necessary to bring in Mike Tomlin as their head coach. I'll just leave you to think about that because it's already been established. We think the Falcons will go out and get another quarterback this past year. They probably should have thrown an offer at Lamar Jackson when nobody apparently did, when the Ravens were like, nope, go out there and go ahead and find your offer and we'll we'll, we'll work out the details if uh, we can secure you a trade. Never happened. The Raiders. Now, the Raiders one is interesting because you're probably hearing just like I'm hearing. If the Raiders could go back to John Gruden, I think they might. But at this point, there's too much lingering 
about why Gruden was let go in the first place. So we're probably not there yet. But there's a connection between Gruden and Tomlin. And if you think Mark Davis still doesn't talk to John Gruden, granted, I don't think they're emailing. They're still talking. John Gruden has a connection to Mike Tomlin. And John Gruden may be telling Mark Davis, that's your guy. And there's already the opening in Las Vegas. And no guarantees Antonio Pierce will be retained. He may not be ready for a head coaching job. So Vegas, you know, going from one historical franchise in the Steelers to another historical franchise in the Raiders would be something for Tomlin. The Chargers would be interesting. Here's another one that's already open. And here's why. Rarely do you go from the defensive, uh, the coach of the defensive background to a coach of the defensive background, which you would be doing here. But nothing else is similar between Brandon Staley and Mike Tomlin. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, it's just such a step up from what you had with Staley. And if Justin Herbert thinks he's going in the right direction with Kellen Moore, and remember how loyal Jerry Jones was and Dak Prescott were to Kellen Moore, and how much they liked working with him. So, and we don't even know who's in charge with the Chargers, and they have very lazy ownership. But basically, if Justin Herbert went to the owner and said, I, I'd like to, if Kellen wants to stay, I'd like him to stay. Can, can you go get a head coach to fix the defense, fix this room, and let me and Kellen keep, keep working together? And that fits Tomlin to go to Los Angeles, coach the Chargers, inherit, inherit Kellen Moore, as your OC and a franchise quarterback in Justin Herbert and a lot of talent. And granted, there's some decisions that need to be made contract wise, but a lot of talent for Tomlin to work with. Tampa Bay. I have said since Bowles was hired, he would be fired at the end of the 2023 season. I still say he will be fired, even if he wins the division, because I think he would lose another first-round playoff game, potentially to the Cowboys, maybe the Eagles on the home field. And then it's really like, what's the point here? Now, the Bucks will have gotten back. They've paid the salary cap bill. Next year, they're going to have money to spend. They might need to spend about half of it to retain Baker Mayfield, based on if Baker plays the quarterbacks, the Bucks into the playoffs. And then they need to spend about another quarter of it on Mike Evans to keep him around. So I still think Bowles is out at the end of the season. And Tomlin has ties to the Buccaneer organization. I'm not sure... The fact that 
you know, Tomlin worked for Dungy before Gruden retained him because anything with Gruden's name is mud to the Glazers, and that's why they took him off the Ring of Honor when they got the opportunity to do so, even though an asshole like Sapp is still allowed in the facility and his name's still up there. But I don't think they'd hold that against Tomlin. So Tomlin would be an obvious choice for the Buccaneers and a step up from Todd Bowles, even though you're going defense to defense. And the last one is Washington. Tomlin's from the area originally. Um, So the roots are there. It's clear Washington and the new ownership is going to move on um, from Ron Rivera. Tomlin may want to retain Eric Bieniemy uh, after one year as offensive coordinator. So Washington makes a lot of sense. Washington could be in play for Belichick as well, and there could be other candidates. But there are five that, again, if Pittsburgh wants to move on from Tomlin or Tomlin wants to move on from Pittsburgh or both, trade, firing, whatever, I just gave you five places. If Tomlin wants to coach next year somewhere else, any of those five make a lot of sense to me. Falcons, Raiders, Chargers, Buccaneers, Commanders. What do you think? I'll still believe it when I see it that the Steelers change head coaches because they just don't do it very often. And you got to be careful moving on from a guy with the merits of Mike Tomlin, even if he loses his last seven of this season and has a losing season for the first time ever. Right.todd at yahoo.com. Right.todd at yahoo.com. Let me know what you think. The Todd Wright Toddcast is presented by Pin Chasers and Brandon Legal Group. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you again next week.